Hello and welcome to The Naked Gospel, where we have conversations about sex, singleness, marriage, pornography, and everything in between. We bring on cultural thinkers, parents, important folk, and normal folk alike. I am your host, Shane O'Neill. If you're listening in, video versions of all of these episodes are available at YouTube, uh, Proven Ministries, we have that below. If you're watching, you just rather listen in, then all of these episodes are available on every major podcast platform. Whether you're listening or watching, do subscribe and continue to track with us. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Hello, Naked Gospel listeners. Thank you for being with us this past year. It's December. The year is done. We've recorded something like 45 interviews this past year. Uh, and our hope and vision of seeing these sorts of conversations normalized within the churches and families, amongst communities and friends. Uh, I think we're seeing that. We're seeing, well, we've seen a lot of uh, kind of revolutionary overtones with what's happened to Pornhub, with them downsizing 75% of their content from 13.6 million videos, 2.9 million videos. Uh, each video is too much, but downsizing 75% is a big deal, taking off a lot of their misogynistic, race, racist, uh, abuse, exploitative content. Uh, a lot of it's just gnarly. It's a, yeah, it was of children and women being exploited, and that's been a huge victory. MasterCard, Discovery Visa, and deciding to um, no longer support uh Pornhub. So it was kind of an economic battle, and that was really neat to see take place. The Ravi Zacharias scandal this year hit a lot of us hard. Um, we recently posted a video of Billie Eilish. So just a lot of different cultural happenings. Uh, we've been really able to record on all of it, and we're thankful for all of you. Heather, Heather Kate, is joining us uh, for this final uh, episode. Uh, Heather, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So, Heather, you aren't just a listener. You were in a podcast. I was. We interviewed you this year. It was so cool. It was cool. (laughs) Was it it a good experience? Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was exhausting, but so good. I know. It's like a a counseling session. Like, Mm -hmm. you go in and you feel so animated and... And stimulate, and then you walk out, and you need to like sleep for twelve hours. Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's like that every time for me. <laughs> Anyways, we've been able to uh, look at a lot of different themes and series this year. Um, so, from the sex industry to same sex and transgenderism, biblical sexuality, singleness, marriage, parenting. Let's see, culture, spiritual formation, and the like. Um, what were some of your favorite interviews, Shane? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know what's funny about interviewing is sometimes you'll have like chemistry with somebody before and then you'll go to interview and they have like an interview face, like a game face. Mm. And then all of a sudden it becomes um, a little bit more impersonal, you know, mm-hmm. like question, answer, response, uh, which is, I don't know, mm. sad. I, I have no idea. It's, yeah. it's at least disorienting. But then there are, other pe- <laughs> there are a few people who are uh, stilted and awkward before, but then they go to the interview and they're like the most animated charismatic people you've ever talked to so that's uh that's always interesting but i've loved the conversation some of my favorites probably with kurt thompson i learned a lot from kurt thompson i think all this is the biblical sexuality when it came to joshua ryan butler coming on and talking about how the gospel is a union Mm -hmm. and then that was capped off with like christopher west Mm -hmm. um towards the end of the year i think that's been really helpful obviously (laughs) sheila gregoire has 
been incredible and she's torn my life apart in the best of ways (laughs) um uh really impacted my my marriage with kaylee probably more than any Mm -hmm. anything else Mm -hmm. um do you have a favorite yeah i think i mean you interviewed so many people this year so many Mm -hmm. of my favorites Mm -hmm. um and it's it's hard to pick Mm -hmm. but i think to me the the pinnacle was Christopher West. Um, you're just, a fan girl, aren't you? I'm a fan girl yeah. of Christopher West. If you're listening, Christopher, <laughs> can't wait to meet you and Wendy someday. Yes. <laughs> um, but yes, I I loved that episode. It was it was like standing under a waterfall like of yes. of rich theology and and um, yeah, since he was kind of my introduction to a more theological understanding mm. of sexuality that was really exciting for me mm. but uh, Sheila Gregoire also definitely stands out I think just her message is um, very needed and she's um, yeah she's like breaking down walls in what she's doing um, but also I just loved getting to see some of the people I know in podcasts so yours and Kaylee's podcast from the spring before you got married were just really really cool um that was awesome yeah yeah and then you've had a couple of of shorter videos with like marshall and kale and it's just it's just great to to hear your hearts and and um yeah like what you guys are learning too yeah yeah i liked doing that with drew boa yeah because a lot of people that we have on are like older brothers older sisters Mm -hmm. just people who are generationally above me uh, so to bring in Drew Boa, who's somebody who's doing something very similar to what we're doing, and he's in our age bracket, and just to talk to him about how he got into that and to ask questions back and forth, it was really fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I shouldn't say that. Okay, uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun across the board. Um, any other highlights for me? Um, can you talk a little bit about some of the industry conversations you got to have? Yeah, we started with that. We're talking uh, with Emily about Thailand. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Um, Harmony Dust came on twice. She was in the industry, and now she has an organization. I think it's I Am a Treasure, um, and it's in L.A., and it helps – I think women primarily who are in the industry get out of the industry and – find value uh, in themselves and in relationships and learn to dignify themselves. Hence, I am a treasure. Mm. Um, I've never seen an organization quite like that with mm. like sex, worker, sex workers and porn stars. Uh, I really love what Harmony is doing. Mm. I really like it, talking with Harmony. Yeah. She's, she's a very measured individual. Um, and her story That's is awesome. crazy. I still think about it and yeah, yeah get a bit weepy at times. Yeah. Um, have you gotten any uh, feedback from listeners of their favorite episodes, or can you recall any kind of stats, like the most popular episodes? Yeah. Yeah, the um, David Instone Brewer, Reverend Dr. David mm. Instone Brewer, mm. um, <laughs> he, uh, he came on and talked about like polyamory, and he talked about divorce. He's done a lot of a lot of research so he works at Cambridge mm. uh, in one of their libraries as a researcher uh, the Tyndall house I think and um, so he's he's stupid smart and uh, and so getting to talk to him about that stuff um, was neat 
Uh, he's a nerd through and through in the best of ways. So it was fun just to be a nerd with him. Um, <laughs> yes, we got to nerd out with a lot of people. Uh, I think we, yeah, we had a couple people come on for like technology ethics, um, which was cool. Um, we stayed on here a lot of times, but like sexual ethics doesn't happen in a vacuum. You know, like what we believe uh, about sex and our bodies. Um is inherited from our relationships, from technology, from community, from our parents. So it touches a lot of circles in our lives. Um, so it was fun to look at the technology ethics and totally tangential, but I loved it anyways, doing the C.S. Lewis uh, <laughs> podcast where it had very little to do with sexual integrity per se, except for the Michael Ward one. Michael Ward did do a good job of talking us through Lewis's view of sex and, and, and sexuality and marriage. Uh, so that was neat. Um, that inspired me to finish reading the space trilogy did you do it because i've only well no i'm still inspired (laughs) (laughs) where are you in it uh i read the first two and i started uh that hideous strength but did you like them i did i did like them okay i mean they are weird they're super weird yeah yeah i think perlandra was my favorite so far perlandra is incredible that gave me a lot of imagination for pre-fall man and woman pre-fall people yeah okay um, otherwise, uh, as far as popular goes, there was, I think, Sean McDowell, um, the episode about Ravi Zacharias, uh, having Drew Boa on, Ray Ortland, Brenna Blaine, Sheila. Um, a lot of people really appreciated the bisexuality or homosexuality conversations, the transgender conversations, um, for obvious reasons, I, I think. A lot of people don't know what to do with these topics or these issues, how to have conversations about them. Um, yeah. Hard to pull personal favorite. Um, I found myself crying with a lot of people this past year. Um, but uh, probably the first one with Kurt Thompson and then Ray Ortland was really awesome. And I really loved the last one with Sam Albury. Yeah, I was going to mention that one. I really loved that one too. Yeah. I loved that discussion of what it means to live embodied lives and I love that they're Christians thinking through that so that we're not accidentally falling into a dualistic existence yeah for sure yeah all of that and the bravery too because Sam is gay and he lives a life of celibacy he's a a pastor he's one of the directors for Gospel Coalition he's very outspoken Um, but like he's so gentle yeah too I just respect him quite a bit Mm -hmm. I like the idea of getting him back on this next year yeah he has a short little book about whether or not it's okay to practice homosexuality Mm. and I read that book and as a straight person Mm. found it incredibly convicting and challenging so I love that he can speak to both it's not everything he has to say is applicable to everyone regardless of orientation or attraction is that the is god anti-gay yes that's the one it's small it's little it's it's very thin interesting i didn't know Mm -hmm. that okay yeah yeah no he's (laughs) got a one out uh seven myths of singleness yes that i i yeah i want to dive into really that'd be fun yeah (laughs) Yeah. i still haven't read it but i've heard good things yeah yeah I, i like him i like uh i liked a lot of these conversations so what about books so so top books of these conversations. Yeah, I actually distilled this yeah. uh, for you listeners. Um, <laughs> so four books out of the uh, 45 conversations we've been able to have. Here are 
four books because I've ended up reading a crap ton of books this past year and interviewing awesome. so many people. Um, but if I had to boil it down to like four books of the year, I would say The Death of Porn by Ray Ortland. Uh, that one's specifically for men. Um, he's basically writing it. So the format is he's a father writing as though he's writing seven letters to a son who's struggling with um, with with desire, basically. Um, not specifically just porn, but like desire and longing, um, sexual mm-hmm. desire. So I loved that. Uh, I started reading that book. Um I very quickly realized that Ray Ortland knows the gospel better than I do. <laughs> uh, the way wow. he was able to articulate it um, and present it in different scenarios really humbled me um, and gave kind of a holy fire inside of me mm. to want to know the gospel better, which wow. was cool. That's it's cool so when cool. that happens because you know, the gospel can get so two-dimensional or even one-dimensional, and for him to to breathe life and dimension back onto it where it becomes three-dimensional again is really invigorating. And maybe want to explore um, what God has to say about our bodies. Uh, we just talked about that with Sam Albury. That one I liked because it was so simple. Mm. Um, I felt like anyone could read that book. Mm-hmm. I probably would have structured it differently, but it was so simple. And he goes after really good topics. Like he doesn't, like he talks about gender dysphoria, and you know, and he talks about transgenderism and posthumanism of finding our identities in technology and being disembodied human beings. Wow. He spends yeah. a lot of time in Genesis 1. He looks at Jesus as an embodied embodied human being. Um, so I really appreciated that book because of its simplicity. Like if there was a book that somebody was going to read just to understand the landscape of this conversation better for their own life and for their community, I'd recommend that one. Uh, the awesome. Death of Porn, probably more of a personal one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then The Soul of Shame with Kurt Thompson. That one is pretty academic but it is stellar um he definitely personalizes it once he gets past the neurobiology of it and Mm. starts working through the scripture Mm. and then our bodies tell god's story with the christopher west the one and only yeah (laughs) yeah so those would be the four books um our body tells god's story uh definitely presented sexual ethics um and in light of the gospel in a way that I wasn't very familiar with and it's been very helpful okay. it's challenged me in a lot of ways um, and it's written for Protestants even though is, he's a yeah. Catholic yes that is cool yeah yeah he um, yeah he's pretty sensitive with that stuff mm-hmm. which uh, is encouraging to me he's not overbearing or dogmatic he's he's a he's a really good thinker and he likes to free think through things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's had a huge impact on you huge. (laughs) What was the book that you read by him that impacted you? So in a class in college, I had to read a short book, but it's jam-packed. So every single paragraph is just, it's a logical argument Mm. um, called Introduction to Theology of the Body for Beginners. So Mm. he's distilling uh, John, uh, Pope John Paul II's Theology of the Body, and he's just laying out the major points in that book. Mm. Um, so, yeah, start pre-fall, why mm. did God create man and woman, what was sex for, mm. then post-fall, what do we do now, mm. and ends with marriage supper of the lamb, that that is the purpose of sex is to give us a taste of, it's, it's a sacrament, mm. and gives us a taste of um, the marriage supper of the lamb. So, um, so, yeah, it was just revolutionary coming out of purity culture, 
just being told sex is bad outside of marriage inside it's pretty good so just wait that's all I got and so um so yeah reading reading Christopher West and being given a vision of not just what sex shouldn't be but what it can be what it's supposed to be what God Mm. has for us in it Mm. um made me actually want to be chased as a single person and and confirmed for me that sex is for marriage Mm. but we weren't he he's not just pulling out single verses from scripture saying see see it's 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 a bigger picture it's the full story the full story which is why he named his book what he did which is our bodies tell god's redemptive story yeah yeah Yeah. i love all of that he's going to be helping us with a project for parents uh in the next few months and i'm looking forward to that um where do you see this oh go ahead i have you have a question it sounds like we're going in a similar direction (laughs) i want to know like um, of these categories that we've been able to touch on this year, are there any ones that you've especially liked or specific categories that you'd like to see us address going forward? Yeah. As, yeah. as Heather Kate, the listener. Yes. Yeah. As the listener, which I am <laughs> regularly. Um, I especially love the, the foundational conversations around biblical sexuality, just because I think it's, not been handled well by the church in the past and so i often feel like even when i'm reasoning with myself i have to go back to basics um or if i'm if i'm entering a conversation and i want to be able to tell a friend why i think that sex is for marriage i have to go back to basics and so um i feel like that's something that i'm still developing a a fuller understanding theologically of Mm. our bodies and sex Mm. and um, and how that plays out as a single person or how that plays out for married people and when you're in the mm. phase of dating, what that looks like. So, mm. um, so yeah, biblical sexuality, I think, is, is big. I still want to, as well, um, continue to learn from, from people who've been in the industry. I think those, those episodes, those conversations don't feel as close to me but it's also something I want to learn more about because again, I'm sort of equipping myself to have a conversation with someone who is maybe okay with porn, doesn't think it's as bad as we believe it is. And so um, so not being afraid to kind of like enter into that space. So, so maybe more interviews with, with more people coming out of the sex industry. Um, Are you saying people who have left the sex industry because they've seen it as bad, or people who are maybe in the industry who don't think it's bad? I think the the former. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how productive it would be to have someone of the latter on, but it'd be interesting. But it's like if I'm if I'm having a conversation with someone who is pro porn, coming equipped with information from people uh, who I have see. been in it. I see. Yeah. Okay. And they so know. conversations like that yeah. would help with those conversations. Yeah, totally. Kind of like that Matt Frad porn myth yeah. um perspective. Yeah, where that it's makes like sense. not not talking about porn from a religious perspective or Christian perspective, but but even just in a very practical way, which I think Brad Huddleston does mm. really well. Yeah. Um with his work on technology and um but yeah and I think also it's some conversations have come up in community recently about purity culture. And, um, I think 
that comes up in your podcast, but it'd be really interesting to kind of do a more um, intentional deep dive into, like a mini into series that. Or something. Yeah, because it's just such a common experience for so many people our age. Yeah. Um, and I think also people older than us, older generations who maybe taught purity culture, who maybe were, were some of those youth group leaders or parents giving giving Josh Harris to their kids, like helping them understand how it's hurt us and why we maybe are, why we're pushing back against it. Cause that's a conversation I've had recently. Like help me understand why purity culture is bad. And mm. Um, mm. because for me it was good or I didn't, I didn't have any problems with it. So opening up that conversation a little more intentionally could be really neat because I think it also helps address that that shame piece that we all deal with, with our desires and longings and our brokenness. Like purity culture doesn't leave any room to, to admit to a porn addiction, you know, Yeah. which is step one. Yeah. Yeah. And any recovery program it is. Um, and I think that there's a, a real dilemma of being a Christian today, a Christian youth today. And, um, people say purity culture is behind us um, but there are implicit features of it that are still very much alive and active in our in our Christian culture we just don't acknowledge them or don't talk about them and then the alternative is hookup culture yeah and that might be fun to do do like a mini series on purity culture and then a mini series on hookup culture yeah. mm-hmm. and really kind of juxtaposite contrast the two yeah totally yeah. and find commonalities as well yeah overlap for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. compare and, and contrast yes yeah i'm still waiting for that dating app episode too that's true <laughs> me too yeah um that would be fun that sounds good yeah yeah heather thank you yeah. um thank you shane i i had that was my question was there a question that you had well my question was what do you hope for in right, the coming moving year? Forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd Which like we to, touched on a little bit. But. Uh, yeah, I like I like your sentiment or your imaginings of doing mini series around these topics instead of just just shotgunning them mm-hmm. in the sense of like a, a big spread. We've covered so many topics this year, but maybe starting to create mini series. Either way, I would love to hear from all of you about what you would like for us to dive into and discuss. Um, what are topics that you'd be interested in hearing about? Uh, do you like the idea of miniseries? Um, what kind of people, uh, specifically who, would you like to see on this podcast? We've been able to get some really neat people. So if you make some suggestions, then we'll make effort to get them on. Um, thank you for joining us. Heather, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Shane. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, it has been fun. <laughs> Guys, thank you again for this year. I... Uh, um, Honestly, we're, we're putting this together because no one has done it before, and we really just want to have these sorts of candid and raw conversations. Um, most of the time, we are shooting from the hip, um, but it's worth doing. Uh, so continue to give us feedback, um, and uh, there's still time to become a disruptor if you'd like to join the Naked Gospel community and more proactively shape and form this podcast and you get a sweet mug it's five bucks a month and we have a matching donor so whatever you give is doubled uh we're grateful for all of you um yeah send us your thoughts and we will catch you in just a few weeks bye guys